Welcome to The Saint Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Our vision is to bring hope to the people of East London, and I'm praying that you would feel so encouraged by this week's talk. Welcome again. It's so good to be together. And this um, is a kind of community gathering. As you can see, we've got the choir, we've got the other choir, we've got different people doing different things, and we've kind of thrown it all in together. It's Radio 1 and Radio 3 and Radio 4 and everything together. So if you've come expecting one thing and you've got the other thing, I'm really sorry. But we're so excited you're here. And um, can we just thank everyone who's taken part so far? Um, Kids... Yeah, I know at the beginning we said, um, kids, you know, if, they, if you like, want like somewhere more comfortable to go, there's like a TV where you can watch it over the road. But let me tell you, as the vicar, you can make as much noise as you like from the youngest person to the oldest person. You can just relax. You're among friends and at home and among family. And we've got lots more in store um, tonight. I'm, in a moment, I'm going <laughs> to welcome up uh, a guest, Victor. Um, Victor Ray uh, is it, kind of amazing. Uh, I've got to know Victor a little bit over the last year, and his story's remarkable. He began by on the streets of London. Last year, one of your videos, Take Me to Church, started going viral. And I think you now have two million followers on TikTok. I haven't checked, but it's, it's pretty crazy. And um, in terms of bright young talent from London, this is huge excitement to have Victor with us tonight. Victor's actually here because he was coming to do our Christmas party at Lighthouse. Uh, and he wasn't going to make a fuss of it, but I twisted his arm and said, well, if you come into Lighthouse to sing for our homeless guys, you might as well come and sing for the whole congregation on Sunday Night for Carols. So we're really excited. Could we just welcome Victor, who's going to be coming in a moment, in a moment, in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also um, I forgot to welcome those of you watching online. I know lots of you have tuned in online who couldn't be here in person, so we're excited wherever you're watching this uh, to have you with us. I want to just take a minute as a kind of break in the service tonight just to reflect a little bit on the message of Christmas. Christmas, 13 sleeps away. <laughs> there was like a groan and a way. How's it going? I mean, you know, how's it going? Do you feel all right? I always feel like this is a sprint this time of year. I'm trying to clear my inbox, the presents to buy, the plans to make. And if I'm honest with you, it always feels busy, doesn't it, Christmas? At least um, this year, we've got a little bit more time. You know, Wednesday night, we had plans. Sunday, we maybe had plans. A couple of football games we were hoping to watch, but... We got plenty of time on our hands now because, um, well, it's too soon, isn't it? It's too soon. I won't mention the football. This Christmas, we'll all be busy with lots of things. The average person in the UK will travel 239 miles. You will buy gifts for nine different people. You'll spend on average 379 pounds. You'll eat an average of two Christmas dinners, six slices of roast, eight potatoes, eight sprouts. I don't know who's eating sprouts. Hands up if you love sprouts. We are passing all the sprouts to you. That's why you're eating eight. Four glasses of bubbly. Two hours of buble, Michael Buble. Two hours of Bond, James Bond. We'll pull three crackers. We'll hear three terrible Christmas jokes. Here are a few. Are you ready? to get you in the mood. Why doesn't Santa eat junk food at Christmas? Because it's bad for his elf. Who's never hungry at Christmas? The turkey. He's always stuffed. No, don't laugh. Don't groan. Just 
let it roll. Why should you never date a tennis player? I actually quite like this one. Why should you never date a tennis player? Because love means nothing to them. That's quite good. That's quite good. Three is about the maximum Christmas jokes you should be allowed to have at a Christmas table. If anyone goes for four, it's too much. You know that feeling. And then my favourite stat of all, statistically, you will kiss 1.3 people under the mistletoe. Now, what I want to know is who's doing the 0.3? Maybe there's some of you out there who are like pushing the averages way up by taking more than your fair share. The Christmas song goes like this, well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. But why, why is it the most wonderful time of the year? When you peel back the tinsel and the food and the bubbly and the buble and you kind of strip it back, why does Christmas hit this little spot in us? Well, it's because there's a more powerful reality at play. The prophet Isaiah, from the reading we had, recorded it's like this. He said, for unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful. Did you know that you were made for wonder? When the first astronauts went into space, one of the things that shocked them that no one had prepared for was that photograph of planet Earth, this beautiful, fragile planet from outer space. And a photograph is amazing. For those astronauts who saw that image for the first time, they describe being overcome with a sense of awe and of wonder. It's a feeling that left them fundamentally changed. The experience has come to be known as the overview effect. Whenever you experience wonder and beauty and awe, something happens inside of you. Experiences of wonder are associated with correlating effects on positive emotions, optimism, joy, gratitude, vitality, and a related decrease in negative emotions. That's why it's good to fill your life with wonder every now and then. And yet at the same time, so often we are starved of wonder. We live in a world where wonder isn't the currency that you and I breathe every day. And if we're careful... If we're not careful, sorry, what happens is our horizons of hope start to get drawn in and reduced. And cynicism sets in and it calcifies the heart, like when the Christmas playlist has just played once too many times. One of the greatest tragedies facing us in the modern world today is the death of wonder. When we lose wonder, our vision of the world gets cold and hopeless and turned in on itself. But here's the good news. You and I, we were made for wonder. We were made for wonder. Deep down in us, there is a, a desire, a kind of wonder, a beauty, a primal desire for beauty and hope and life and love. It's almost as if wonder helps us make sense again of the world. However hard your year has been, that glimpse of wonder stirs in you something like truth. Socrates would write, wonder is the beginning of wisdom. It's like wonder is the force by which our hearts set this fragile compass. You and I made for stargazing, not shoegazing. 
We're made for wonder. The essayist G.K. Chesterton, coming out of a long period of depression, wrote this in his autobiography. He said, at the back of our brains, there is a forgotten blaze or burst of astonishment at our own existence. The object of the artistic or spiritual life is to dig for this sunrise of wonder. And that's why the Christmas story touches something deep in us. We glimpse again the possibility of wonder. The message of Christmas is this. Wonder is here. Wonder has come. The prophet Isaiah wrote that wonder comes to us personified. Not an idea, not a work of art, not a concept, not an experience, but a person. And unto us a child is born, and he will be called wonderful. This is like to the human soul, the overview effect to the human eyes. The creator of the heavens, the one who made space and time, contracted to a span, come among us. It's mind-blowing, it's life-changing, it's soul-awakening. It's what the shepherds and the angels saw that first Christmas that we are still experiencing thousands of years later. The wonder of the birth of Jesus. The birth of hope. The birth of life itself among us. And in the words of the carol, Silent Night, Holy Night, shepherds quake at the sight. Glories stream from heaven afar. Radiant beams from God's holy face. Jesus, Lord at thy birth, full of wonder. Christmas is the birth of wonder. That holy night began something of a chain reaction that our hearts even today can experience. Thanks for listening to this week's talk. If you'd like to find out more, give or connect with us, visit our website, saint.church. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.